What's up, everyone? Steven Jensen and Jesse Davin here. We're doing no intro today because we got to do kind of a, a shorter stream, uh, probably only about a half hour, 45 minutes today. But we wanted to come on here and give you all something this week. So thank you for joining us. Um, before we get started, we're going to answer some super chats uh, and uh, read some out. So right off the bat, thank you very much to Corey, very loyal viewer of this, this show. Corey. Corey Hummel says, promotional consideration paid for by the following. Everyone go check out OnlyFans.com slash Buckeyes. So on that note, actually, you know what? And I'll read Deshaun's too because it all kind of goes together. Yeah. Deshaun Turner, thank you very much. Another very loyal thank you, viewer. Deshaun. Says, hey, Steven and beautiful Jesse, how are you and the kids? Who's ready for the, what am I missing here? Oh, the AEW mixtape. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. So, oh, yeah, that's going to be exciting. I'm really happy for my friend Will. So he's he got offered to be a part of it. So I'm really excited for him. Yes, I saw. I, there's a lot of good a lot of good people involved with that, it looks like. A so. lot of great people. And if you want to come at Will, you're coming at me because he's one of the nicest, kindest people ever. And he is one of the most level-headed wrestling fans ever. So don't ever claim that he has a bias. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like, a good, very good dude. I don't know him like super dude. well, but I know him like through the fightful, you know, eco space yeah, and all that he's stuff. Literally one of the nicest people in the world. Like seriously, he's super cool. So and like his wrestling takes are so good. So go follow him on Twitter. It's William R B R. Yes. So, yeah. yeah. I I really really liked the uh, the Grapsity that they did. Yes, the I love that week. name. Yeah. Uh, the the one where they had uh, Sean Dean come on to talk about the whole Tony Khan and uh, yeah. Big Swole and all that stuff. Like I thought that 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 was a really really good really good podcast. So I'd, good. I'd recommend for everybody because there's there's I can say all, whatever I, however I feel about all that stuff. But like at the end of the day, like I'm a white dude who like you know what I mean. Like it's yep, good. Same it's, here. You, I'm not a white dude, but I'm a white girl. Right, right. But it's like it's. You gotta, you gotta get the perspective of people who are a little bit closer to the, you know, you know what I mean. Like it hits, it hits hit a home, bit closer like... to home when they're they're gonna have mm. a different perspective than than we would. And so I, so I, I thought that it was really really well done. The, it just was. the the conversation in general, I thought really needed to happen, especially at that time. And I thought that, yeah. um, Will Reg and Phil like killed it on that they so. did they did an awesome job and then she shout out to sean dean for for joining yeah. in and like give because he actually works for the company and is yeah, like, part of like trying to you know expand the diversity and stuff so they got really 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 good perspective on that whole situation awesome. i think way better than really i was able to do and I, I loved it yeah yeah um, yeah but in general how you doing jesse i know that you said you were uh oh, like, yeah. kind of still in and out of you know, kind yeah, of I'm still on the TPN. I had a doctor's appointment yesterday. Um, didn't me and the doctor weren't exactly on the same page. I don't think that he has a lot of experience with people with eating disorders, so I'm getting a second opinion on something um, next week, and then I see the surgeon again next week. Um, but I'm still on the TPN. He said he doesn't want to keep me on it for more than three months. I was like, I better not be on it for three months. Because uh, it can do, like, permanent damage to your liver and uh, stuff like that. So, mm. Yeah. But, but I'm you, like, hey, <laughs> you, you, you look great, though. Like, you really do. Like, yeah. I mean, you're, you're looking pretty damn healthy, especially in comparison to just a couple months ago. So, I mean, like, this, is, this yeah. seems like some really good progress, though. Yeah. I mean, what a difference seven weeks can make. Like, uh, seven weeks ago, I had my alias, which was when my whole digestive system stopped working, and I had, like, had to have that suction tube, and I had to, like, not eat, and that's when they actually put this in seven weeks ago, so, quite a difference. <laughs> yeah, but uh, like I said, I mean, I I wouldn't just say that to say, it. like, you really, yeah. like, you seem like you're, you know, it just feel... All, it, yeah, you almost you can tell even just looking at you like your skin like you look oh, yeah. it looks like you're just healthier right now I so color like, yeah thank you yeah thank you so. i feel more alive than i did then yes and <laughs> yeah. i also think being home being home helps I'm, it oh, was I'm sure. it was literally killing me being away from my kids i told them that it was literally killing me yeah so yeah that's that's but. huge that you're able to be home and with them and everything that's so awesome in the support, but, I mean, geez. Yes. So, 
Yeah, like, it does help. But, yeah, I mean, AEW, man. <laughs> yeah, we can talk some wrestling. I, I, I tell you what, you know, I was going to make a message, a video message last night, but the baby kept waking up. But it's like, man, you know, to Tony Khan, like, you know, I used to never want to say this because I was scared of, like, being made fun of or whatever. But at this point, I don't really care. You can make fun of me if you want for enjoying something. That's your problem, not mine. But it's like, I literally look forward to Dynamite every week. Every week, I'm excited. Like, I'm excited. I cannot wait for Dynamite. I can't wait for Dynamite. I'm, like, literally looking forward to it week in and week out. And I think that that is so special, and I'm so thankful for it. Because it's fun. Every episode's fun. Yeah. Oh, I couldn't agree more. I, it's absolutely the show that I look forward to the most every week. Um, mm-hmm. You know, there's uh, there's other weeks where, you know, sometimes there's like a big GCW show or something that kind yeah. of that almost rivals it as far as like, but it's like two things that I really love. And it, I, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I've, I've tried watching NXT again more recently. Oh, um, did you? We, I haven't even been watching yeah, it's, I mean, it's it's a real mixed bag. Like, there's there's some stuff that I think is pretty darn good um, mm-hmm. still. And then there's some stuff that's just, you have to watch it with the understanding, of course, that, like, this is, basically this is, <coughs> it's, it's weird. Because basically 205 Live now, or whatever they're going to call it going forward, mm-hmm. that's, like, the developmental for the developmental now. Like, you, you, oh. see, you see a lot of people that are kind of learning there that are still really mm-hmm. green, doing a lot of really basic moves for the most part. But then are getting some, some chances on NXT, like, Grayson hmm. Waller is who they're clearly, like, yeah. really pushing now on NXT. Mm-hmm. And he was a very... It's interesting because, like, when he was really on 205 Live, there were guys like Kurt Stallion, Anthony Henry, Alex Zane, um, August Gray, or uh, uh, Anthony Green. Um, there was, like, all these guys who I think were, like, way, Blake Christian. Like, there was these guys who were, like, mm-hmm. way better than uh, Grayson Waller. and But he's the one who survived all the cuts. It's and, interesting. But, but you can tell it's because, like, I think one of the reasons is because he's, he's a really good-looking young guy who is, like, okay in the ring, but he's mm-hmm. gotten a lot better. Like, he had a match with AJ Styles on yeah. Tuesday. It was it was I good. It was, it was a good match. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll give credit where it's due. Like, Grayson Waller looks way better than he did when he started with the company, in my opinion, awesome. just a handful of months Well, that's ago. good. That's good. <laughs> yeah, so it, I think it's working to a degree. Um, it's working for them for their style. Yes. Well, and, and Braun Breaker being the champion now, mm-hmm. that guy's only had, like, 20 matches or something, maybe. Like, he's in very few matches, but he's he's improving very fast. Like it, He's, like, their, he's like their prodigy, kind of like MJF, but just not a heel. You know, kind of like the young, like, talent that's, like, so green. Or maybe, like, a, a Daniel Garcia or, like... Somebody like that. He's kind of like their version of that. Like a young guy who doesn't have that much under his belt, but he has a belt, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's it's wild, though, with, with Breaker because he... Like, Daniel Garcia has wrestled for four years, but, like, he, yeah. he... In, like, the last year, he basically went from, like, relatively unknown to, like, one of the top indie names yeah. to obviously now, like, main eventing AEW Dynamite against Sammy last night, which is just mm-hmm. incredible. But Braun, like... Had yeah, no indie career. Like basically went from from college, and then I think he played a little pro football. Like he might have been on the practice squad or something, and and then like right into like the PC, basically training him. And like and so he hasn't. It's you know the better example would be Hook. He's kind of yeah. I was gonna say I was gonna say Hook too because Hook doesn't do nothing. He gets ass, and that's about it. That was the greatest video I've seen in my life. I know that with Antonio Brown just. That put because you you could tell the person taking the video was doing it as just like uh they were just trying to get some footage of of AB yeah and like Hook just happened to be there <laughs> just happened to be getting at a face full of ass and he was no selling it he was chewing his gum and like leaning back with like, like money spread all over the place dude what a legend he's the man he's but I I I make that comparison where yeah because Hook's the same kind of way where he. 
He was trained just by like, Cody and and Taz and those guys. Was he trained by Cody? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I thought Cody, just... Cody's the main trainer for like the last uh, year or so. Wow. Yeah. That's Cody, QT, Marshall, like the Nightmare Factory. Yeah. Guys. And then of course his dad. Um, yeah. But. But Hooks only had like the the only matches he's had in front of people we've seen on Rampage. Like, yeah, you know, he's like so over. Exactly, yeah, ultra over, and uh, inorganically over. Like they could never. Yeah. They, there's no way they could have predicted that for Hook. No. Like, you know, there was all those memes for like a year about how like because everyone thought he was gonna be like probably pretty bad because he like you know just stands yeah. around crossing his arms next to like. You know, Ricky Starks and Powerhouse Hobbs and Brian Cage and these guys. And he just kind of seemed like And then a CM Punk, you know, goes, send Hook. <laughs> and everyone's laughing. And now everyone's like, yeah, send Hook. Like, yeah, send Hook. And now it's like a thing. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's very similar to Goldberg back in WCW from the sense mm-hmm. of, obviously they don't look the same. They don't wrestle really the same. But, like, the, I think the idea is, like, we're going to be getting, like, send Hook. Send hook, send Goldberg, hook, and, yeah. and and people just want to see him go out and and destroy people. Like they don't yeah. want to see him having like ten minute matches, just like three minute matches where it's mainly him throwing people around. Like yeah, yeah, it, and it'll be interesting to see because he's not like a Goldberg type guy. He doesn't seem like the type of guy. So it'll be really interesting to see um, how they do that. Just like last last night, I was really interested in the um, Wardlow CM Punk match. I was like, I'm gonna. It's gonna be really interesting to see how they end this, because I was like, they need to protect kind of both of them. And obviously, it ended with like a roll up, but it was obviously teasing the eventual Wardlow turn on MJF, which I hope happens in Cleveland, where he's from. So, I think that that. How did you feel about the roll up? Um, I mean, I saw it coming a mile away. Like, e- did e- you really? Yeah, okay. e- even even like when I was watching, because you know, I do my DMBs thing on Wednesday, and then yeah, uh, one of my buddies comes over for AEW every week, and he, uh, I was, I said it too. I was like, after after he had powerbomb Punk like five times, and like put his foot on table. him, and the whole deal. Yeah, yeah. Did I mean everything to where like. I literally said Punk's gonna win with a roll up. Like it'll be, it's gonna, it has oh, to really? be because the, uh, there's no other way to really book around that. Mm-hmm. I don't think. Um, I mean, the the whole thing was a vehicle for it served two purposes. I thought it did it pretty well. It was it, to continue to build MJF and Punk for the pay per view, and uh, become, like you said, just continuing to plant more seeds to where. Wardlow, we've known for years that Wardlow would eventually turn on MJF, but like, mm-hmm. or vice versa. But it's for sure happening soon. Like, they're, yeah, they're not going to be able tell. to stretch this for too much longer. Like that, it yeah. almost happened last night where he like grabbed him yeah. by the wrist, and it was like this could be it. And then Sean Spears got in the way. But how did you feel about it? Um, I like you said, I think that was kind of like you could see it coming. I can see why people would be critical of it because like. You're critic. We're always critical of WWE doing that, but the thing is, AEW doesn't do that often, right. you know. And I feel like with AEW, everything serves a purpose, and I feel like that served a purpose. It wasn't some stupid, just random roll up. It wasn't like. It wasn't like through like a cheating kind of thing. It was like Punk got his ass beat and was like down for the count, and Warlow was you know power bombing him and. You know, Punk caught him in a weak spot because he had been powerbombing him. He was tired. He was doing all this stuff for, for MJF, and he rolled him up. And it, and it enhanced the tension between Wardlow and MJF. So it served a purpose. Yes. And, like, and like I said, they kind of caught themselves in, like, a hole. And that's why I said I was interested to see what the ending would be. I wasn't sure if there was going to be interference and Punk was actually going to lose. But it made more sense for Punk to win. Um. For, to me, just because they're planning that there's that tension with MJF, so obviously if Wardlow had been concentrating the entire time, he definitely would have won, or if he would have pinned him when he should have, when MJF told him to stop, he would have won. So it it served its purpose. I can see why people be mad about it, but I, you know, that's CM Punk. He's sneaky. You know, it's a sneaky thing. I mean, you look at them side to side, and you say it's kind of like it sounds like a bad comparison, but it's like, you know, when you watch Riho in a match, 
it's like she's so tiny compared to like pretty much everyone else just because she's just smaller you know i'm not saying she's just stature size just structurally smaller and she has to win by being sneaky and clever so it's kind of like that even though i'm i'm not comparing them i'm just kind of saying when you know you have a david versus goliath you know yeah it's it's like the way that wardler has been built especially because like he's just going out there and just power bombing people into oblivion and like you want to keep him looking as strong as humanly possible um, so, like, he has to do that to Punk, too, to, like, keep his credibility where it's headed, and mm-hmm. Punk needs to win, because he's gonna be the one wrestling MJF on pay-per-view, assuming mm-hmm. they're doing stuff, so. Yeah. <clears throat> um, there was, a there was something else I was gonna ask you. Oh, yeah, I was gonna bring this up. You mentioned Cleveland, um, so Warlow's from Cleveland, you said, which I didn't put that together. Yes. That, they That'd said be... that last night. They actually meant, which I, I did not know. They said from Cleveland, Ohio. And I was like, really? So, yeah. Yeah. And then they mentioned it. They mentioned it again. They said that they're going to be in Cleveland, Ohio in two weeks. That's going to be an interesting show because I, I think if Cody's back by then, mm-hmm. he needs to do a TNT open challenge. Yeah. And it's got to be Johnny Gargano. Yes, did did he not sign with NXT again? I don't know. He's doing Twitch streams and stuff, so I'm kind of assuming he's out. Well, they have that interim TNT. They got to figure out with with Sammy and Cody still, but um, yeah, they could still defend the belts separately until they unify them. Yeah, Um, I I know that's that that was an interesting. How do you feel about that? I think that was an interesting way to go about like not having a TNT championship person i think it was i think it's really interesting i thought it was definitely very creative on AEW's part to have like an interim champion yeah i generally don't like interim titles and like because like you know it happens in the ufc fairly often yeah. um but, but given yeah given the circumstances it made sense because they were doing a, a battle of the belts and that was advertised yeah. that there was going to be a tnt title match and Dustin, I mean, that was a great match Good, with Dustin yeah, and Sammy. I mean, hell, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, I'm, I have no problem with any of it. I, I just, as long as it isn't a regular thing, we're like, because yeah. the, the only, the only uh, knock I would have against it, and once again, I'm not, I'm not upset about it or blaming anyone, because it, it had to do, it mainly was because they were doing that Battle of the Belt show. Yeah. But, you know. In general, it doesn't make sense to put interim titles out there if, like, your champion's going to be back in, like, a few weeks or something. It doesn't Mm -hmm. doesn't make sense. But what's really cool about what they're doing is, I mean, if they're going to have Sam Guevara go out there and have great matches against guys like Daniel Garcia and, like, younger talent while Cody's out, like, that's... I'm all for that. Yeah. I mean, hell yeah. I think, it you know, showcase your your younger guys. Because I think... Because I saw Jimmy Van's criticism of AEW, and I think it's a fair criticism. You know, he said uh, the character development, you know, it, it doesn't seem like there's a lot of character development. There's a lot of, like, surprises or cheap pops, as people would say. But I think while that's a fair criticism, it's really hard when you have two shows a week. And, I mean, you have Dark and stuff like that. And if you're watching Dark and Elevation and stuff like that. But, I mean, your main two shows that most people are going to watch it's hard to build those characters quickly we're so used to seeing it quickly with wwe and i you know i know give it time it's such a meme and it's such an annoying thing but look at the women's division we gave that time you know and so i think this is a perfect way to showcase the younger talent and show their character while cody's gone and i think that that's I know it's like an unfortunate circumstance, but it's an opportunity for them to develop themselves, and I think that AEW is trying their best to do that. Yeah, I totally agree with with all of that. Um, it's it's interesting with AEW because a lot of the fan base, myself included, in that I already know who all these people are before they yeah. show up. But like you're in Indies, yeah. Right, but 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 not every. I mean, I I'm not. I'm also not ignorant to like that. Not not everyone's going to be in that boat. Like you, you still have to educate the the audience that maybe only watches you know mainstream TV or only really watches AEW on Wednesdays or Fridays or whatever. So like you you do have to 
you do have to have character development so that everybody understands who these people are and like what, you know what they're about and, and their mm-hmm. stories and all that kind of stuff. But it's I think it's really telling when something like last night happens and you know before Brody King debuted, yeah, the crowd's chanting Brody King, Brody yes. King, and it's like that is a very good point, you know. And it's so I think it's it, I, and this <clears throat> I, well I want to talk about the Brody King debut in a second. Yeah. But, and this isn't, once again, I never want to make this like WWE versus AEW in this, in this kind of conversation, but it's. You have to, because that's like the, that's the standard. Right. Well, and I think that, I think that a lot of people assume because like Monday Night Raw gets, you know, one and a half million viewers or whatever, and Dynamite gets around a million and then like Rampage gets, you know, 750 or 500, whatever they get. It's, Mm -hmm. it's, you, you get a fairly similar amount of people watching WWE and AEW weekly it feels like mm-hmm. but I think that I honestly think a lot of the fan base is different at this point yeah like, I, I don't think I don't think just because you watch Raw it means you also are watching AEW or vice versa and mm-hmm. I think a lot of the AEW audience like the loyal audience that's watching out of that million or so people the majority of them I feel like have an have a better idea of kind of what's going on like to have a whole arena of people chanting brody king right. brody king it's like that is such a good point if for a guy who's never been on the show before has never been in the wwe has i mean his his biggest exposure has been ring of honor ring of honor exactly and in the indies you know, pwg and stuff but like you got to be mm-hmm. really you know but that's the thing is like even the way it was presented, AEW Excalibur on the on commentary and stuff last night, he immediately was like, "These are the kings of the Bla- the Black Throne. Like this is a tag. Yeah. These guys are tag team champions yes. around the world. Like these guys have history. So even if you've never seen Brody King before, you're like the whole crowd's chanting for this guy. Everyone else seems to know who he is. Commentary is making it clear that him and Malachi have history together. Exactly. So now, even if you didn't know who he is, just by by almost virtue of like. You now you don't want to be the one who isn't in on like the fun. Like you're like, w- wait a second, who? Everyone knows this guy, but me. So now you now Brody King seems like a big deal. Now you got now yeah. you got to figure out who he is. You got to go back and watch his matches. You got to right. get excited to see him on on Dynamite. Yeah. So how how do well, you feel and about even that? and even before that, you know, with the the promo that Alistair Black cut, where it's like he needs a king. You know, see, he hinted at it, and so then you like were like. What does that mean? You go looking and then, and then you see, oh, Brody King, you know, and then so you start looking like for me, you know, I was like, oh, OK. All right. This guy's badass. Like, I can't wait. Like, I know the history and I'm anticipating it. And like you said, I was like, here comes Brody King. You're right. I yes. knew it. It's like I don't watch Ring of Honor religiously or I didn't. You know, I don't sit there and watch. I'm not, you know, an indie person. I don't. But I love the Fightful Weekender on Fightful Select. Thank you, Steven, for that. So you can always catch up on the indie scene and all that stuff with that. But I don't watch it like you, but I knew. Yeah. I knew. Like, I mean, and, and I think that that is a very good point. I think it's very telling that while the I feel like with AEW, character development happens with the storyline development and it's and it's and it's kind of merging together and i think it's kind of a a woven thread of fun and i think that well like i said like it's a fair criticism especially if you're just like a casual viewer i don't think aw i mean i could be wrong i don't work for aw i don't know what they're going for but i would assume if I'm a wrestling company, I don't want a casual viewer. I want a loyal viewer. I want people to keep watching. I don't want people to recreationally watch me just because there's nothing else on TV. I want to hook people in. <laughs> um, so it's like you want to find out because, like, you want to find out what's this guy's story? What's this person's story? And it's like, and for me, like, with my parents being here, it's really fun to kind of let them know. And then they're into it. You know, my dad's into it. Like, my mom gets interested in the storylines, you know. And it's really telling that when they're watching, they're like, oh, what's what's the story behind this? But when we watch WWE, it's kind of like, 
let's yeah. watch football. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's like, so, I mean, it's, it's cool. I'm really excited for Brody King. I think that that's a good, I think that's a good thing. I think it's a good signing. He, they did sign him, right? They did a little graf- yep. graphic and everything, right? Graphic came out this morning. Okay. Yep. Okay, they did. Good. Okay. Um, so that's awesome. Yeah, I, I think, you know, bringing up the, the kind of casual viewer, I think that's a big part of, like, the different philosophies that AEW and WWE have with one another mm-hmm. is the WWE, I think, is doing everything they can to get casual viewership. And AEW just doesn't, like, they don't really care. Like, if you're a casual viewer, like, you're welcome to join the party. Right. But, like, it isn't on them to... Right. Like, like they're the majority of their fan base. I don't. I don't. I think there's very. And here's the other thing. I don't think there's that many quote unquote casual viewers that even watch wrestling anymore. To be honest, right? Like, the, who does that? Yeah, because I. I mean, I. You know, back when Raw was pulling, you know, yeah. I mean, back in the '90s when it was pulling like eight million viewers and stuff. But like even more recent years when it was pulling like four million and three million like yeah. consistently for years. I think there was a lot of casual viewers that were popping in then because it was, I think, a mm-hmm. lot of people that were like, they'd flip through the channels and they'd see like John Cena or Batista yeah, like, or oh, Randy Orton. Or, yeah, yeah or, or they you know, got interested in, in them because they were super popular or like mm-hmm. whatever, whatever the case was. But I think there was a lot more casual viewers watching wrestling then. Now when, mm-hmm. when the numbers are as low as they are for a show like Raw. It's just pure... Yeah, it, you know what it reminds me of is like WWE right now feels like um, kind of like the modern Star Wars franchise. Like they're not making their fan base happy. They're like hiring all these people who have know nothing about WWE. Like, uh, you know, Lucasfilm hired all these people that had never seen the movies, and they made these movies and pissed off like the loyal fans. But like the casuals were like, oh, okay. But then yeah. you have AEW, who's kind of like Marvel, who gives us fan service, like, all the time. And we love it. And they're always successful with it because they give you that fan service, but they make it work. Yes. I don't know if that's yeah. a good comparison or not. But that's what it kind of feels like, you know, because Star Wars is part of Disney, that big conglomerate. I mean, so is Marvel. But it feels like that big conglomerate, Haha, we don't care. Here's what we're going to give you. You better like it or whatever. Marvel's like, tell us what you want. You know, tell us what you want. We'll give it to you. We'll make it work. That, I think those are really good comparisons because I'm, yeah. I'm I'm not really big on on Marvel or Star Wars, but, but what I do know about that stuff and the fan base is that's that's how it seems to me. Because like Doug, for instance, that I do my show with on Tuesdays, he mm-hmm. is a massive Star Wars fan, and he yeah. despises the last three movies that have come out. Yeah, they um, yeah. And, so divisive and it's because it like the way that it, there was a lot of it i guess but he said that they it was even like i think there was a different director or someone for all three yes, of them for all three so, of them and so they didn't work they yeah. were all they count they like counter acted each other it was it was awful and it that does kind of seem like more wwe what they do currently because it's like they just cast out this big net of we want we want everybody to like our show, but you know we're gonna treat it like you don't really watch the show because every single show there's gonna be recaps and right. promos and video packages and all these things just just showing you over and over and over again what's happening. Like I, like the way that WWE treats it is that everyone is watching the show for the very first time every mm-hmm. time that they watch it because they're just constantly reminding you and showing you the same match over and over and mm-hmm. whatever it is. AEW is kind of like we're listening to the hardcore wrestling fans or you know the hard not you know what I mean the, the hardcore yeah. the, the the people who are real like real wrestling fans that are like really tapped into this our and, dedicated fan base, yeah. Right. And they're and they're just and a lot of the stuff they do it just makes sense. Like they're like even if it's obvious where things are going like, mm-hmm. everyone knew Brody King was coming in. That yeah. didn't mean don't do it. Like, do it. <laughs> like, you know it's what I mean? Fun. Like, it's still awesome. And, and if and you're... Like, we all know, we all know Wardlow is going to turn on MJF, and, and there's going to be a huge pop when it happens. Yeah, like, we like, all knew Hangman was beating it. Kenny for the title. Like, we know yeah. for a year that it was going to happen. We know since the beginning yeah. of AEW, the existence that that was probably the way it was going to end. And just, but just do it. Like, that, that's what the fans want to see. Mm-hmm. Um... And I think AEW's approach is just much more like, 
we're gonna do what the what the real wrestling fans want and if you want to come along with the, for the ride come with mm-hmm. us like jump the journey on can be just as fun as the destination and the destination can be fun too yeah yeah totally mm-hmm. so it's and, not all about the journey not the destination they can both be fun and, and the the way that the wwe is heading like i I, I say all the time, like, I think if I was a kid, the WWE would be absolutely incredible right now. Like, I think I love it. And I, I honestly think, because we've talked about it before with, like, the NFL doing shows on Nickelodeon. And, Dude, with, yes. I'm, I'm so excited. Yeah, like, I'll, I'll watch the Niners-Cowboys uh, game on... Uh, I want that slime zone. Hell yeah. Yeah, and I think that that's the future of WWE is, like, I think soon enough they'll like when you watch a wwe show it's gonna be mm-hmm. a lot of augmented reality and a lot of um like oh, God. like i mm-hmm. honestly think that they'll get prop like they'll they'll get other properties like my joke online that you know but it's not really a joke even like it, like if they could do something like omos versus big bird like they'd do it oh my god that would be hilarious <laughs> well I'm, I'm just saying like like yeah if, if, if no there i to, could see them doing something like that it's gonna be like or putting up like putting somebody on sesame street yeah i mean they any put, of these um things. braun Strowman was on ryan's uh you know ryan's oh my god was he he was on there he was on the <laughs> oh what's it called what could it be i'm so excited Ryan's mystery play date. That's oh, it. He was on man. there. Braun Strowman was on there. They're already crossing that line. Yeah, I believe it. Because I have kids and I watched it. And no, I was no, like, hey, I, it's Braun Strowman. I mean, even I know who that is. Um, Ryan's toy review. I've I've learned of him through content cop years ago. <laughs> yes, it's really surprising. Yeah, big, yeah, no, but um, he has his own show on Nickelodeon. Or I don't know if it's still around, but Ryan's mystery play date and his mystery play date was Braun Strowman. Wow. Which is funny because now he's not Braun Strowman anymore. <laughs> they put him on that show and tried to get kids to watch WWE, and he's not even on there anymore. Speaking of hint of Strowman, I think I've been thinking this for a minute, and I don't know why. I saw a tweet from MJF that almost like hinted this to me, but I don't think anyone caught on to it. I think that whenever Wardlow turns on MJF, Strowman's gonna be MJF's new bodyguard. Oh, or Adam. Whatever they call him, yeah. The Titan yeah. or whatever they're going to call him. Um, yeah, that would be interesting. Yeah, I think that... I, I just have a feeling about it. Because, like, really? I saw MJF working out on Twitter the other day. This was, like, a week uh-huh. or so ago. And his caption was, like, as strong as a Titan. And I know that... But but he also could be talking about Titan Towers, which is the WWE headquarters. Because, like, he's also been alluding to And Titan Tron. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. I just have a feeling that, like, MJF won't go bodyguardless. And, like, if you're yeah. going to lose Wardlow, I think you'd get someone even bigger. Yeah. Um, that could, like, fight Wardlow, you know? And then you'd have Wardlow beat Braun Strowman, by the way. Like, that would be a part of it, I think. The, yeah. You know, he, he further establish Wardlow, have him beat Strowman. But, um, but yeah, the, all the other stuff with the augmented reality, it's just... I feel like I honestly feel like it'll be like Space Jam at some point in the near it'll future. Be, I can't sing that; it'll be copyrighted. <laughs> yeah, right. We, we would sound so much like the anymore. actual song. Yeah. Yeah. It's time to slam now. Okay. Come on and slam, yeah, and welcome to Japan. Have you ever seen that? <laughs> no, I haven't. It's a me. It's like a, it says, "Come on and slam, and welcome to Japan from an airport." That's awesome. Wow. <laughs> and welcome to Japan. I remember, I don't know why that reminded me, but I remember years ago, this is like, I was in high school, and mm-hmm. in the Atlanta airport, it was around the time that that Welcome to Atlanta song was really big. Might have, I might have even been in middle school, we might have been in middle school at that time, but that song was like, Welcome to Atlanta, where the players play, and we rock yeah. the things like every day. That was like a huge song in Atlanta, and I remember in the Atlanta airport, around that time, walking through, and it was like somebody like... It wasn't singing it, but over the speakers, it was like, Welcome to Atlanta, where the players play. No. And we ride on the bed and things like every day. You know, it's like. <laughs> oh, no. Yikes. Like, they, it, they ruined it, I bet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it was like, it was such a meme before memes were a thing. Yeah. It's like, Benbeni Mahami Yami. Yeah. <laughs> well, oh, well, not Willinium, uh, Big Willie Style. That was the. Yeah, Will Smith. Yeah. He came out with that one movie, that cowboy movie. What was that? Wild Wild West. 
Yeah, well, well, wicked wild, 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 wicked wicked wild. <laughs> we're aging ourselves. I know. When we were like we were kids when I came out. Like that's yeah, I guess we were for sure. Because I remember, at my yeah. at my Jewish summer camp. Shout out Camp Coleman, um, my sleepaway camp. I used to go to. We yeah. had something called MTV Night, where like they'd make <gasps> all of us like get up on a stage and like do like like lip sync to like like we were doing like, our own music video and we had to pick the song. Oh, that's and so stuff. fun! And I remember one of the cabins doing that as their no, as their thing. that's yeah. so funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my we god! Did, uh, Speaking of '90s, the yeah. Young Bucks gear was hilarious their outfits cracked me up they're the best i actually just got some young buck socks the other day <laughs> no way really yeah someone gave someone got them in a aw mystery crate and didn't want them and i was like i'll wear oh, those <laughs> yeah. yeah oh what about the trading card thing i didn't enter that sweepstakes i need to do that yeah i i haven't found any of those in the wild yet i don't know what the, what the distribution i don't, I don't know like. if they've come out yet i don't think so I don't think they have, but I know people are receiving them that, that ordered them. Um, oh, you, oh, see, I didn't even know you could have ordered them. I've been out of the loop. Yeah. I'm not sure exactly. Like I'm, I, I'm not huge on cards anymore, but like if I see those at like a Target or a Walmart or something, I'm sure I'll buy some. Hell yeah. I know. I'm not supposed to go out with this, which sucks, but if I could, I would be going out looking for those. <laughs> There's a, a great figure out right now it's a walmart exclusive so you can only get it from walmart oh Corey would know about it uh about the the walmart exclusive oh for sure for sure the, so the walmart exclusive is um it, this thing just came out and it is it's sting but it's sting with half his face face paint half darby's face paint and you can Ooh. only get it from walmart and, Corey, you gotta look for that. Yes, I'm looking for it too. Like, yes. but, but they're, they're circulating right now. I'm seeing people uh, that are finding them in various states. It's so, so. exciting! Oh my yeah. god! Very, very That's exciting. So cool. Love, love me some. And it's state. like not something you. Oh man, that makes me want to go out. Damn you! <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's yeah. This it's it's a fun time for collectors. Um, distribution kind of sucks just because everything all all bro, of that sucks right now. Bro, Gatorade. <laughs> Not sponsored, yeah. <laughs> could not find it for forever. It was like my 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 poor cat. She's picky. I can't find her cat food. Mm. We're at the, my our Publix down the road is at a chicken. Like it's wild. It's weird. I I know. Uh, uh, what was it? Me and my brother for for months. We it's so random, but it's just because it's something that we buy often, and like we never think about it until it's gone, kind of thing. But we for months we couldn't find Ritz those Ritz crackers with like the peanut butter and like the the Ritz bits. Ritz bits. Yes, I couldn't find those either for months. And then I think my brother finally like asked someone at Publix. He was like, "Where are these things?" And they were like, "The Ritz like." distribution is all screwed up because I think they couldn't like keep enough people employed throughout COVID to where like they just couldn't make enough of them to send them out for like months. What? I know. I couldn't believe well, it. Same thing with cream cheese. Really? Yeah. Cream I believe cheese it. is out. I couldn't find, there's like yogurt shortage. It was like random stuff. Yeah. Super random. But it's stuff you don't think about until, cause it's just always until been there. And then it's like, it's gone and you're like, Oh shit! Yeah, I guess like, you know, it is a pandemic still. You know and, what, like, you know, you know what they said? I think it was. I think they said it was the lids. Oh really? I think they couldn't get the lids. That's what my dad said. Allegedly, I don't know. I, I'm not a journalist. Don't quote me on that. But Wouldn't that be some shit if like they have the product but they just the can't product. get the lids to close? I the feel pro- like just make different lids. <laughs> yeah, right. You know those little um. Those little barrels, just do the little uh, foil top. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Do the Capri Sun thing where you just poke right yeah. through the top. Oh of it. yeah, or the Capri Sun. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh man! If you all have any last minute super chats, please send yeah. them. Uh, now would be a good time because we've only got a probably about another ten minutes or so. Um, yeah. But what else in wrestling did you want to talk about before we get um, out of here? How do you feel? What do you? Th- okay, so what do you think? Because I have no idea. Uh, what do you think of the 
Mickey James being in the Royal Rumble, like forbidden door rumors, like people are saying like AEW and WWE are going to work together in the Royal Rumble. Do you think that's total BS or do you think that that's happening or do you think it's a one-off thing? Like, what do you think about that? Um, it, I think that AEW is 1 billion percent willing to work with WWE if they were willing to do it as well. Um, and Cody and Kenny have said that over the years too, re- mm-hmm. in recent years, been like, wait, Forbidden Door, like, we'd love it, WWE would be a part of it with us, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, the Mickey James thing is interesting because she's technically a free agent, so, like, she oh, isn't okay. actually signed to Impact, but she is the Impact Knockouts champion. Okay, so that's why. So I think, but, but that doesn't mean that they won't, you know, because for Impact, anyone AEW, or anyone WWE wants, I would send. So like yeah yeah if, you know even if they're under contract like if you get an opportunity where you can get I don't know there there's some like Moose there's some baggage yeah. there outside of the ring but like that's a good example well, there's some baggage with Mickey James too literally well Garbage well no bags. well that between her and the company yeah but with yeah. with with Moose I yeah, think I yeah. think what's prevented Moose from going to the WWE all these years this is just me it, there he had some domestic stuff years ago yeah. that. I don't want to really speak on, but because I don't think he, I I don't know enough about it, but I I think that that has prevented him from being in the WWE up to this point. That's just my own, that's just how I look at it because. That's how you perceive it. Because he has the size and the the athleticism and he's still improving and like he Mm -hmm. would fit in the WWE really, really, really well in my opinion. So like, I feel like there's something there that's preventing that, Mm -hmm. but He'd be like a good example, I guess, of of the the type of talent that AEW or that that Impact would have, or even, I mean, Matt Cardona has not said one bad word about the WWE since leaving. I mean, they might yeah. want, they might have him jump in for a one off at the Rumble or something. Now that he's got that so would be much fun. Buzz. Sorry, I just hit my table. <laughs> That'd be fun. Um, but I don't know. I, I I so I guess at the end of the day, I think if there's anybody that WWE wants to use that Impact has under contract, mm-hmm. I think Impact needs to no without even hesitation. Yeah, we'll send them for you. Yeah, I would um, too if I was them. I'd be like, hell yeah. Any we'll extra promotion? Yeah, yeah. Any extra promotion you can get, as long as the commentary is mentioning. Hey, this is Impact Wrestling's Moose. Or, if she you know, comes out with the title, that'll be interesting. Yeah, I, I I think that'll be the true yeah like, telltale sign of things to come. I don't I don't know if she will only because I don't think anybody really carries their belts to the ring for the Royal Rumble. Like yeah, but they do need to heavily emphasize that she is the Impact Knockouts champion. Like yeah, as long as it's very clearly like stated while she's out there. Um, she can He's, use it to hit someone. I don't know. Yeah, I agree. Her over the face with it. That'd be funny. Personally, I, I do want to see her with the belt out there. Personally, I just don't yeah. know if, they, if they'll do it or not. But, but that's you know, the 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 win for Impact Wrestling when it comes to all of this is if you can just get the WWE actually talking about your show on their broadcast. Yeah, you have a good chance of converting at least some people to watching Impact. You know, this week, and, right? I mean, look at Impact. I mean, Impact's working with AEW and WWE. They're trying their best. Yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot of really good stuff coming up this month too. That's going to involve a lot of different companies, like mm-hmm. Terminus here in Atlanta this weekend. I'll, I'll be there. Oh, yeah. um, oh you you'll have, be there? How fun! Yeah, I'll be. I'll be. I'm looking forward to it. And then they have you know GCW Hammerstein later this month, I which cannot is. For that. Basically, the forbidden door is GCW. Yeah. Like, I mean, everyone from every company pops up there. Um, I love GCW. Like, yeah, they are such a shining star right now. Hell yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm pumped. They have, they have some shows this weekend too in Detroit that that should be really good. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, so I guess to answer your question. I don't know if it'll go beyond Mickey James, and Mickey James mm-hmm. is kind of the perfect person because once again, she's not under contract. Free agent. I didn't know that, so um, that's good to know. But I mean, they really, especially on the women's side, because mm-hmm. I think the reason yeah. they're, they're doing this is because they've gotten rid of so many women they can't even fill yeah. a little rumble with what they, they got rid have. of her. Yeah, yeah, that's they, true. And yeah. they always bring back like they brought back so many people for that the first one. You know, I think it would be great if. 
Mickey James entered the Rumble and whether Deanna Perrazzo was in the Rumble or not, if she came out and like eliminated Mickey, like if we got Deanna, so to continue on the their storyline, I don't know yeah. if WWE would let them do that though. I feel like that they'd be like, no, I I, I feel your own time. I feel kind of the same way, but that almost could be like the the trade off is like that could be the we, the, we... the hook that gets people to watch Impact exactly, and that well, that's yeah. the whole reason Impact would do any of this. I feel like yeah. Because, like, that's kind of the trade-off would be we're going to let you have Mickey James for the night. If you let us. And we, as all we want in return is, like, let Gianna go out there and eliminate her. That's all. Because we just want people to watch this, our yeah. show next week. Um, I think so. that's I think that's fair. And then on the men's side, it would be incredible if they can get <clears throat> anybody to pop up from, from AEW or Impact Wrestling. Um, yeah. Just... Just as a big surprise, I think it'd be really My cool. husband said he thinks MJF would be, like, <sighs> so crazy. But I don't think that they could. They should do that because it would hamper his character to have him eliminated. Yeah, unless he won the Royal Rumble. That Oh, my God. <laughs> that wouldn't happen, but that would that be would insane. That would break the entire world, <laughs> not just the internet. That would just... I can see them. Crazy. I can see them really wanting Wardlow, um, WWE. Yeah. Or, like, Powerhouse Hobbs. Yeah. Like big, muscly people. I You know, I, I think there's a legitimate chance that Jericho could pop up. Because he has yeah, a good relationship so with them still. Because, yeah, because he's, you know, yeah, he's Jericho. Did. And he did the, the Austin podcast not too long ago and stuff. Yeah, and that's right. Like, they're they're on good terms, I guess, uh, with, with everyone involved there. Mm-hmm. So, I that don't know. Be- yeah, we'll see. I yeah. mean, does he come out as, like, Jericho or does he come out as, like, Painmaker Jericho? Or does he come out as, like, just, you know, yeah. AEW? Or, uh, Judas or Y2J. Break the Walls Down or, what do you break the wall down. I think he'd have to come out to Judas just because, like, yeah. that's never happened to WWE before. Yeah, but then again, I don't know. Well, there's a lot that comes along with that, with like yeah. the, the rights and mm-hmm. probably because he, I, he, I don't think he owns the rights to. It. I think the record company does. Yeah, I don't, I don't know exactly yeah. how that works. Yeah, but that would be fun. What's something we can talk about um, later on down the line as we get closer to the Rumble, which is not too far away. Yeah, and I'll, uh, I'll have some Wrestle Rumble entries to give away too. Oh, yeah. So we'll, uh, we'll talk more Rumble uh, in the coming weeks. Um. Is there anything else, AEW, that you wanted to talk about real quick before we signed off? I'm trying to think of what else. Uh, I mean, I'll throw this out there because we haven't talked about it on the show. Um, Omega and Hangman, or sorry, sorry, Hangman and Danielson last week was incredible. So Awesome. Badass. Um, absolutely loved it. loved it. Yeah. Loved it. Kicked so much booty. Um, yeah. Was happy. Yeah, and there's a lot. I mean... And she's Ray Phoenix. I don't know how he didn't break his arm. Oh my god, I know. <sighs> oh, that was awful. That was one of the I didn't worst. even notice it. I was just like, hell yeah. And then all of a sudden I saw him on Twitter. I was like, oh, I hope he's okay. And I was like, wait a minute, what? And I saw it. And I'm like, ah. Yeah, it's, it's wild because I don't know. I've probably talked about it before, but months ago, um, my brother was, I was watching Raw and, uh, one of the Viking, I always forget their names, but the Hanson and, and uh, the one that broke his like neck or something, broke his back or bro- something. Well, I think he broke his arm or his wrist oh. or something. But it was, but it was like I don't remember what they called him on WWE. I think they call him Ivar. Yeah, um, Ivar. Yeah, he used to be Hanson, on, but <clears throat> he did like a like a tope suicida through the ropes. Yeah. and landed. And I remember my brother. Like, cause I didn't see the, I didn't see the dive. I was like looking away and my mm-hmm. brother was like, Hey, I think like, what's his, what's he doing? I think he's like, he's like going into some sort of like seizure or something on the ground. And I was like, wait, what? And I was like, what are you talking about? My brother was like, he's sitting on the ground doing this with his arms. And I was like, Oh shit. Like, and so I, and I watched the mm-hmm. replay and I was like, yeah, that's, that's like the universal symbol for like, I'm actually hurt. Come out and help yeah. me. Like when he throw the X up, my yeah. brother didn't know that. So then when uh, when Phoenix went down, my brother immediately was like, dude, dude, it's definitely one of these. Like, because Phoenix couldn't lift one of his arms up and he was like doing this across his chest because he yeah. couldn't lift his uh, other arm. My brother was like, 
dude, this is one of those, like, he's actually hurt. And I was like, yeah, yeah like, that's, and they showed the replay. And you could hear the table break as his arm is going backwards. It was just such a gnarly. Oh, and it's like, was that the table or his arm? Yeah. I mean, and shh, I just, I don't know how he didn't break it. I don't know anything. how it just, man, he, they must have, he must have hit it in just the right spot to have it just dislocate. Cause. Yeah. I mean, Ooh. that still sucks. Don't get me wrong. That sounds awful. But, it could have yeah. been a lot worse. It could have been, been a lot, lot worse. worse. And, and yeah. I guess the last thing I'll say before we sign off, because it kind of ties in, uh, Matt Hardy heavily implied that Jeff was coming in soon last yeah. night. Yeah, so, that's going to slap when that match happens. Yeah, Lucha Bros and the Hardys, I think, mm-hmm. is going to be like the first big Maybe Hardys. Maybe Revolution? Uh, no, I don't know if he'll be ready by then. I don't, I don't know. Oh, for Phoenix. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know when Phoenix is coming back. Yeah, but I think I Jeff's think... probably ready to go right now. Jeff's ready to go, yeah, but it's just about Phoenix. Yeah. And, I mean, there's so many good matches there for Jeff. Like, we gotta get Jeff versus Darby Allen one-on-one. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. That's, oh, that's gonna be awesome. That's massive. They can run back Sting and Jeff also, because, like, the last thing everyone remembers about that is... You know, Jeff Hardy being too screwed up to be able to do the match. Oh, yeah. So, like, he can make amends. They can, yeah, they can make it up to the fans like me who actually paid for that yeah. TNA pay-per-view back in the day. <laughs> felt like I got my, my money ripped off. Um, but, uh, but yeah, that that's probably a good time, good thing to uh, to end the yeah. show on today. Yeah. Um, Jesse, if you want to tell people where to find us, I'm not going to put the sponsors up on yeah. the screen, okay. but I'll, I'll tell people about them after uh, we kind of plug all the stuff we normally do. Well, my Papa John's pizza code expired. Boo! I, I know I'm trying to get them to give me a new one, but we'll see. Um, pizza Hut, if you want to reach out, Domino's, I'm down. Hungry Howie, you can take it from anyone. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm open to Cotinos. other pizza Or Domino's would be really funny because of the whole thing with AEW, but, um, yeah. I don't know. But, um, yeah, so that doesn't work anymore, sadly. Mm-hmm. You can tweet at Papa John and tell them that you want me to have a co. That would be helpful. Um, but you can find me on OnlyFans, OnlyFans.com slash Jesse the Buckeye. It's the best way to contact and support me directly right now. And the best way to support both of us on the YouTube channel right now is to subscribe. Give this video a thumbs up. Um, tell your friends about it. Comment on it when the video is over. Be in the chat. We love our chat. We want more like-minded people in the chat because um, y'all are great. I know you guys are kind of talking smack right now about some football, and that's always fun. Just don't take it personal. Um, never take anything like that personal. Um, it's football. It's fun, but you know, at the end of the day, it's football, and it's fun, and it's my life, and I take it way too seriously, and I'm talking to myself at this point. <laughs> um, but we do love the chat and we want more people like y'all so get uh subscribing to the channel giving this video a thumbs up chatting commenting all of that really helps the algorithm to recommend our videos to like-minded people so that does really help us out and you can find both of us on twitter our twitter things are below um follow us there Steven has his fightful select weekender podcast that's great to listen to like i said you have brody king if you want to know more about Birdie King, you should be listening to Steven Jensen because he's going to tell you all about it on the Fightful Weekender podcast. So, Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Um, of course. Speaking of Fightful, later tonight at six, sorry, 7 p.m. Eastern, <clears throat> me and Joel Pearl were on there every Thursday on the Fightful Twitch channel. We're, tonight we'll either play Mario Kart again on the Switch. We, we play online, so like anyone who has a Switch can play with us. It's awesome. Oh, like, that's cool. Yeah, it's cool. Like People go in the chat, and we, we put a code out there, and y'all can jump in. That's awesome. <coughs> so, I have a Nintendo Switch, but I don't have Mario Kart. You gotta get it. You can play with us. Um, that's awesome. It's, it's really fun. Uh, Hannah plays with us a lot. Jeremy oh, goes in there plays with us. Yeah, we usually get a, a pretty decent turnout. Um, tonight, I don't know if we're playing Mario Kart or not, Um It'll either be Mario Kart or me and Joel, uh, we have a way of playing some of these old wrestling N64 games together on stream. Oh, fun. So sometimes we play No Mercy or you know something from oh, the N64 days. So if y'all enjoy wrestling uh, video games and or Mario Kart, 
then you should join us over there. Uh, you or sorry, twit twitch.tv slash fightful gaming and that's every thursday at 7 p.m eastern we do 7 to about 8 39 p.m um so usually about an hour and a half to two hours so um trevor in the chat saying he wants yeah come in and play with us like if we're not playing tonight we'll probably be playing uh next thursday but like either way come come in there even on twitter yeah make sure you all follow me on twitter because i always put the link up uh for what we're playing and when we're going live. Um, and same with VSW saying love Mario Kart. Like anyone who plays Mario Kart, that's another thing too. If I know there's going to be a big turnout for people who want to play Mario Kart, that's what we'll, we'll do. We'll do that instead of wrestling. You know, it just depends on who's in there and kind of what they want us to be playing and, and who's available and stuff. But regardless, once again, every Thursday, me and Joel Pearl are on there. So we're either playing Mario Kart or wrestling games. And that's every single Thursday, twitch.tv slash fightful gaming. Um, yeah. This weekend, I've got Terminus. Um, You're going to be there? I'll be there live. We're looking forward to that. Next weekend <clears throat> is going to be a big one because there is UFC 270 on Saturday, which I'll be Whoa. doing the Fightful Fight Night watch along for youtube.com slash Fightful. And then the next night is GCW Hammerstein. I'm doing the post show with that, and I've invited Righteous Reg from Grapsity to join me for that. Ooh. So it's going to be a really, uh, really fun show. Oh, um, yeah. And, uh, yeah, I'm really looking forward to all that stuff. So there's a lot of good stuff coming up this weekend. Um, if you want to check out the new Fightful magazine, I have an article in there that yeah, I wrote is, about. Yeah, is it free for Fightful Select members? Yes, if you have Fightful yeah. Select, then you can uh, you go on the website to download the digital copy, and you put in your email address as the promo code. And as long as your email address matches what they have for Fightful Select, you should be able to get the digital edition for free. That's um, awesome. And then the print version is, I think, like six or seven bucks. I'm going to order a couple of those for, like, me and some, uh, me and my dad yeah. and a couple of our yeah. friends and stuff. So, um, so yeah, I, I, wrote a, I wrote an article about Matt Cardona's uh, independent run since leaving the WWE. So if y'all want to check that out, that's, that's awesome. in the new Fightful magazine. And... Uh, as Trevor said in the chat, yeah, GCW is not just on fight this time. It's on regular, like, cable pay-per-view, too. Like, anyone can order it. It's awesome. Yeah. Um, as far as our sponsors, definitely give them a shout-out. WrestleRumble.com. We got the Royal Rumble Pick'em Contest coming up soon. So jump over to WrestleRumble.com. Make sure to follow them on all social media, at WrestleRumble. Save the day with their contests and their giveaways. I'm going to be giving away... Me and Jesse, right here on the show, we'll give away some WrestleRumble entries in the coming weeks. So stay tuned so for that. Fun. Um, also, shout out to my brother, Brian Jensen. Follow him on Instagram at BoxingATL, B-O-X-I-N-G-A-T-L. He can help you no matter if you're in the Atlanta, Georgia area or anywhere else in the world. He can do Zoom calls, Skype sessions, or meet you in person if you're anywhere near Atlanta. He can help you with a wide range of things from self-defense and getting in better shape all the way to if you have neurological issue or anything. He, he can help you with such a wide range of things. doesn't matter how old you are, how young you are how heavy or light you are. Like he can put something together that specifically is going to help you reach the goal that you're looking to reach. So the best way to get in touch with him is once again, go to Instagram, type in at boxing ATL, B O X I N G ATL. Give him a follow and shoot him a message. If you want to send something up <coughs> and um, always, Oh, there you go. <coughs> Thank you, Jesse. It's kind of blurry. blurry. I'm trying to focus. <coughs> I'm trying to hide my face. Trying to get Brian's Instagram on the screen. Darn camera. Oh, it's picking you. Oh, there you go. Oh, 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 there you go. Oh, oh, so close. Uh, well, it's B-O-X-I-N-G-A-T-L. Boxing ATL, if, if it ever pops up. Um, you can use code FIGHTTALK on independentwrestling.tv or IWTV.live. They got a ton of great shows on there. There's like 6,000 yeah, shows cool. available, so... Um, independentwrestling.tv use code fight talk all is one word no spaces promo code spot helps us out and who am i missing uh, music city toys and collectibles make sure to follow them on all social media at music city toys and make sure to check out their website musiccitytoys.biz their retail location 101 west main street in watertown tennessee they're nice people they give you fair business autographs memorabilia action figures dvds anything you can think of there your hookup for your wrestling needs. Once again, shout out and thank you to our friends over at Music City Toys and Collectibles. So, 
that'll do it for me. Jesse, anything from you before we sign off? No. I hope everyone has a good weekend and enjoys their weekend and stuff. Mm -hmm. And if your team's in the playoffs, congrats. Yeah, congrats. I know how that feels, not being in the playoffs and not having a head coach or general manager anymore. Um, The coach who should be our coach. The guy who should be coaching us is coaching y'all. Um, yeah, I know. Kevin Stefanski. Thanks for him, though. Yeah, you're welcome. He's a great, he's a great <laughs> coach. He should, be, he should be your coach for the next decade. So Yeah, I know. He better be. <laughs> um, I'm interested right. to see what y'all do, because I, I think you're gonna you're all going to move Mayfield. Do and you I really? Think, I hope not. I think they're going to try to trade for Cousins. I really do. Um, <laughs> that's just me personally. But... I don't want. I want. Uh, no. See, I want. I want Kirk still. Like I'm. I. It's, yeah. That's I a whole want, other conversation. I just want big. I mean, it's a. Yeah, it's a whole other conversation. <laughs> but it's like Baker's established in Cleveland, and he's. You know, we're. He's like our NXT guy. We want to get him ready for the main roster. Right. Right. Even though he's on the main roster. You yeah, gotta, he's on the main roster, but he's still in developmental. You know, he's our yes. little project. So. Yeah. So as Jesse said, congratulations if your team's in the playoffs. Congratulations. to the Bengals. Um, so, yeah, that'll do it. We'll probably be here sometime next week. Yep. Um, we'll put a link up on our Twitters whenever we're going live. So that's why it's important that you're following both of us on yes. Twitter. I'm Fight Talk underscore. She's Jesse the Buckeye. Make sure you're hitting the subscribe button, hit the thumbs up. That way, you know, you'll know when we're going live and all that good stuff. So we'll be back here sometime next week. For Jesse Davin, I'm Steven Jensen. 